fantasy football, sports betting. This is the Money Line. Welcome back to the Money Line. It is Sunday, October 18th. It is currently 11 o'clock, one hour till kickoff for Sunday football. Today, we're going to get into all the best bets you should be betting on, my picks for week six, and an overview of the upcoming weeks. All right, let's get right into it. Um, first on the list is the Chicago Bears at the Carolina Panthers. Now, the money line is a negative 148 in favor of the Panthers, which I find very surprising in the Chicago Bears are plus 126. In this matchup particularly, I'm taking the Chicago Bears, particularly because they have the positive money line, and I think they're the hot team right now. I mean, they're 4-1. and one. They got everything going for them. They finally dropped Mitch Trubisky for Nick Foles. So I think the Bears are going to cough a hot one, and I think they're going to pretty easily win this game. The spread's a negative 2.5 in favor of the Panthers. So I'm definitely going to take the Bears in that game on the spread. Over under 43. I'm going to say under just because of the Bears defense and Nick Foles' production. Um, next, we got the Detroit Lions at the Jacksonville Jaguars. In this game, I am probably going to take the Lions just because I don't think the Jaguars everything in their locker room and their player availability situation under control. So I'm going to take the Lions in this one. They're negative 172 on the money line. Uh, I like that game. The spread's a negative 3.5 in favor of the Lions. I think they're probably going to win by a little more than that just because I just don't believe in the Jaguars. I mean, they haven't showed that they are an above-average football team yet. So I'm taking uh, the Lions by at least one score over under 52. Um, it's probably going to be right around there. I'm going to say probably under. See this in like the high 40s, mid 40s. Um, next, we've got the Atlanta Falcons at the Minnesota Vikings. Now, this is an interesting game because the Falcons are are long due for a win because they have had some very tough launches, launches, uh, losses, excuse me, especially versus the Cowboys in that week four matchup, which they just had that lead and then they just lost it. So that was not a great game for them. But I think they're going to bounce back this week, especially against the Vikings. I think the Vikings are a very, very vulnerable pass defense team because I think they have a really poor um, defensive secondary, and I don't think they have a very good rush. So I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons in an upset in, the, in, the, in this one. Spreads a negative uh, is a plus 6.5 for the Falcons, so I like that. The money line is a plus 155. I think that's a decent money line. It's kind of a risky bet because this game could go either way, but I'm going to take... The Falcons by four. Um, over under 56. I'm going to say over just because of the Atlanta Falcons' ability with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones to put points on the board quickly. You know, next, we have the, uh, the Texans at the Titans. And most sports betting uh, bookies did not have a money line for this game. I think it might be because the game got rescheduled so many times and it's, there was a lot of uncertainty surrounding the game, so they don't want to make people place bets on a money line and the game doesn't end up happening. It was really complicated for um, 
uh, Vegas bookies just to figure that game out. Uh, the spread's a, a negative 4.5 in favor of the tight, uh, Titans. I like the Titans in this game. I think, as we saw last week, the Texans have a little pep in their step just because they finally fired Bill O'Brien. But I don't believe in Romeo Cornell as a head coach. I think he's done a poor job in the past, and I think he'll do a poor job in the future until they fill that head coaching job with a permanent replacement, which I think will be Eric Bieniemy of the Chiefs. Uh, the spread's going to get 4.5 in front of the Titans. I'm going to say that uh, the Texans cover in this one on the spread. I think it's going to be probably a field goal game. I think it's going to be like right around there, yeah. So they give us a spread, but they don't give us an over-under. But I'm going to take the Titans this one in a close game. I say the Titans by three. So the Texans do cover, but if I was betting the money line, I would bet the Titans. Next, we have a dumpster fire of a matchup. We have the Washington football team with the probably the comeback story of the year, Alex Smith versus the New York Giants, and they're very, um, I don't know how to say this, they're probably their dumpster fire situation over there at quarterback and at running back because Saquon is still hurt. So they say that uh, the bookies average is negative 164 on the money line for the Giants. I'm going to say that the Giants probably win this game. I, th- I think it's going to be close. I, I just don't think Alex Smith has the weapons to really produce. So I'm going to take the New York Giants. The spread's a negative three. But I would probably take the Washington, the Washington football team to cover this game. I think it's probably going to be around a three-point game, so they might so it might just even out and everyone will get their money back. This, this is not a game I'd be betting on at all. Over under 48, I'm saying way below 48. Both these teams can't figure out how to score. And both their defenses are bad. Both their offenses are bad. These are just two not very good teams. I, and I just don't think Alex Smith is going to be able to have the performance he hoped to have before his, before his injury. Next, we have the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers are a negative 210 on the money line. The four, the spread's a negative four, which I think is absolutely absurd. I don't think this game is going to be nearly as close. This is a bet I would be probably hammering and pushing all the way until kickoff. I would be... If, there's a game today, I'm putting it on this, because I think the Pittsburgh Steelers have what it takes to be a real contender in the playoffs. I think the Cleveland Browns don't. I don't think that they can hang with top-tier football teams, such as the Ravens, which we saw in week one, which was just an, a blowout. So the spread's a negative four. I think that's absolutely absurd. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers probably win by seven, ten points. So the over-under's a negative... I mean, not... Excuse me. The over-under is a 44... I mean, I hard to say. I think it's dragging me around that. I wouldn't bet on the over-under in this game just because the unpredictability, unpre- excuse me, with Baker Mayfield and Ben Roethlisberger in their terms of production on the offensive side of the ball. Of course, we already know the Steelers have a great offense. I mean, sorry, excuse me, a great defense. So, yeah, I'm going to take in the Pittsburgh Steelers on this one. I'd bet the money line. I would also bet the spread in favor of the Steelers. Wouldn't bet the over-under. This is a game I would be watching closely today because it is a division matchup, big rivalry. But I do think the Pittsburgh Steelers are a significantly better team. Next, we have the Baltimore Ravens at the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the Ravens are negative 355. Not a game I'd be betting on just because the Ravens... Bookies seem to love the Ravens, especially on the money line. They always get... Plus, uh, like way above a negative 300 unless they were playing the Chiefs 
course. The spread's a negative 7.5 towards the Ravens. I would stick it right around there. I, But I said they probably win by more than a touchdown. I think it's probably a touchdown field goal game or two-touchdown game. Over under 46, I'm saying way over. I think um, Carson Wentz is kind of getting his production up. I think he's finally getting back to that midseason form before his injury. So I'll take the Ravens in this one. I'll take the money line, and I'll take the spread on the Ravens. Next, the Bengals with the Colts. Um, I'm taking the Colts in this one. The spread's negative nine. I think, I think that's about right. I think the Colts probably win by 10 or 11. So I take the Colts on the spread and on the money line with a negative 400, which is a very awful money line to bet on. So I would not be betting on that money line. Over under 45. That's, I mean, if I had to say, I'd probably say under, but it could go either way with that one. Yeah, so I take the Colts in that one. I'd bet them on the money line and I bet them on the spread. But that's a game I'd stay away from, except for on the spread. I think they won by more than 10 points. That's a game I'm pretty sure about. Uh, Green Bay Packers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, this is a very, very, very close money line. It's um, kind of a rare money line because both teams are in the negative. So you got a negative 112 for the Packers and a negative 104 for the Bucks. So this is a very evenly matched game. Um, the spread's a negative one for the Packers. So the Packers are a one-point favorite. So virtually, you shouldn't be betting the spread because it's a one-point game. I, yeah, this, is, this is a game that, instead of betting the money line, this is a game I bet the spread. If you're going to... If you're going to uh, go for the Bucks, don't bet the money on the Bucks because it's a negative 104. So you might as well just bet the spread because the spread's a negative 110 and they're a plus one. So, like, of course they're going to win by more than one point. I mean, games never end in ties, so that's what that six points is, is factoring in a tie. So I'm taking, if I had to bet on a team here, I'd probably take the Green Bay Packers by probably a point so you, you'd at least get your money back. So this is a game I bet the spread on. If you were trying to push the Bucks in this game, bet the spread, not the money line. This is not a money line type of game. It's way too tightly contested. Yeah, so Green Bay Packers by three. That's my... Uh. Next, we have the Los Angeles Rams at the 49ers. Um, that game is the Sunday night game, actually. So that, so that will be a nice game to watch. Um, I'm taking the Rams. The Rams are negative 155 with a negative three spread. I just don't – the same with the 49ers haven't showed anything spectacular this year. They're not nearly the defense they were last year, nor the offense. Jimmy Garoppolo has really just looked slow and sluggish this year. So I'm taking the Rams in this game. The money line's a negative 155. Over under 49, I'm saying under. I think the Rams have really put together a good team this year that has a chance to actually make a run in the playoffs, in my opinion so far this year. So negative 155 for the Rams. I'm, I'm taking the Rams on the money line. Spread negative three. I think that's about right. I still take the Rams on the spread. Again, we see one of these games that bookies are not allowing people to place bets on, which is the Broncos at the Patriots. And maybe it's because it's, it's like a last-minute thing and, and the games got rescheduled, so the odds change and they just don't have the time to put in new odds. So uh, I'm going to take... I mean, we do know the Pats, like half their team is out because of COVID. They have all tested positive or been in close contact. But then again, the Broncos get Drew Locke back this week. So I see this. I mean, it's always going to be a close game against Belichick. Um, I'm going to take the Broncos uh, by three. 
So Broncos by three. Next, we got the Cardinals at the Cowboys. This is a Monday night game, 7-15. Second leg of the doubleheader because the Chiefs play at four. Um, I'm taking uh, ooh, the money line's a negative 136 towards the Cardinals, plus 112 for the Cowboys. Spreads a negative 2.5 for the Cardinals, over under 53. Uh, I really, ooh, I just, I just don't think I can bet on Andy Dalton this week. I'm, like, this is a game that you're betting on Andy Dalton because you know he has to produce and be able to throw the ball in this game. I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'm going to take the Cardinals on the spread also. I think they win by more than 2.5. I think this is a field goal, maybe a tutty game. So I'm taking the Cardinals on the money line and on the spread. Over under 53. I'm going to say over. I think this is going to be the Kyler Murray show this week. I think you're going to see Andy Dalton struggle to keep up. But ultimately, you're going to see uh, Kyler Murray win this game just because he's the more talented quarterback. Next, we have the Kansas, the Kansas City Chiefs at a negative 190 and the Buffalo Bills at a plus 165 in the first leg of a doubleheader on Monday night at 4 o'clock. The spread, negative 3.5 for the Chiefs, plus 3.5 for the Buffalo Bills. Spread, of course, is always a 110. There's no, there's no over-under for this game. Bookies, again, I think I've decided to stay out of this one just because, you know, the Chiefs are such an, such an unpredictable team. And then you match that with the Bill, like at the Bills and Josh Allen, you just have a very, very interesting game at hand. The Chiefs are a negative 190 in the money line. That's probably one of their closest money lines this year. The Ravens was probably actually closer. I think it was more around a 130. So this is a game I'd actually bet the Chiefs on the money line because I think after that um, kind of embarrassing loss to John Gruden and the Raiders last week, they're really going to come out with a little bit of fire and know that they need to prove themselves and be able to show that they can win this game. Um, so there you have it. Those are my top picks for this uh, for October 18th, Sunday, and October 19th, which is Monday. Um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for watching, and don't forget to subscribe and recommend to a friend.